Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Thomas Welch. And I'm Josh Hyman. And we've got a fun one for you today. We're going to be talking about David Perron's comments to the media today involving the whole COVID list thing, uh, what was going down with that, him having to sit at home and watch the playoffs. Brutal after such an incredible season from the guy, point per game. Uh, So we're going to get into that. We're going to talk a little bit about the expansion draft, where this team, uh, who they're going to protect, who our predictions are, and who we think they should protect. And we're also going to get into a little bit more speculation as on 31 Thoughts, Elliot Friedman's podcast, uh, he noted that the Blues could be looking at a superstar in the offseason. But before we get into all of that, I want to remind you guys about the Crosscheck podcast because Locked On has a new podcast that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on the ice. So follow the Crosscheck podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, Josh, so... The Blues sent out a nine-minute video today uh, talking to David Perron about the COVID list, all of these things. Uh, he said he did get vaccinated, uh, so that means every person that was on the COVID list from the St. Louis Blues, Jake Wallman, David Perron, and Nathan Walker, were all vaccinated and all still ended up getting COVID, testing positive for COVID. Bad bounce of luck for the St. Louis Blues feels like more of the same, especially with this season. It just felt like anything that could go wrong possibly definitely went wrong for the Blues. But they also asked him if there was a stark contrast between the talent of the Colorado Avalanche uh, and the St. Louis Blues. And I feel like he kind of, he didn't really want to give an answer, but he also did say that he would have loved to see the St. Louis Blues at their full capacity, at full health, go up against the Avalanche and that they might have had a different result. On our podcast yesterday, uh, we said that they would probably have the same result. I think the series would have been a little bit closer, but at the end of the day, there is a big talent gap there. But thankfully, because of the expansion draft, because of the free agents uh, that will be off the books for the Blues this season, they do have a lot of capabilities to make a ton of moves in the offseason. So that's the majority of that is what we're going to talk about today, Josh. From your perspective, the entire COVID list thing, the impact that David Perron had on this team, uh, they talked to him about extending with the St. Louis Blues and finishing his career here. He said uh, they'd have to lock me up for eight years or something along those lines. He's turning 33 on Friday. Uh, how important is David Perron to this team? Do you extend him after next season? Uh, and do you protect him in the expansion draft, even though he is, in fact, 33 years old? Definitely good, good stuff from David Perron. Uh, gave a lot of insight into his COVID situation and all that, and and before I get into you know him and, and his extension, I, I do think one one aspect that we didn't bring up yet um, kind of speaks volumes to this season as a whole and sort of what we talked about yesterday and what I ranted about a little bit. Um, and as much as COVID and injuries and all of that hampered this team, the Blues didn't do a whole lot to help themselves out. And I think that's especially apparent when you when you see the, the quote that David Perron might actually have been able to return for Game 5. Um, but Blues couldn't even get, get there. Uh, and I think, you know, as much as, as much as like I said, lack of lacking David Perron and Oscar Sundqvist and 
Um, all those, all, you know, the defense being tattered and as much as that played a part, you know, you, you win one game and you get, you get a guy like David Perron back in your lineup. Um, so like I said, the blues didn't do a whole lot to help themselves, um, and, and their limited ability to do so. Um, and I, you know, I, I think like you said, it probably would have gone to five, maybe six if they have a healthy lineup, but unless, unless returning to full health would have motivated the team and, and caused them to play with more intensity and, and play better in front of their goalie, then they wouldn't have been able to do a whole lot better than they did now. Granted, I, I do think that they did, got discouraged as a result of the injuries and, and losing David Perron. I think that played a part in why the, the effort seems to be a little bit lacking in that series. That being said, I think Perron was probably our most valuable player um, pound for pound this season. And I think that we saw that in the games where he wasn't playing in the playoffs. Uh, he had his, his best season of his career um, and showed no, no signs of slowing down. Um, and he's a guy whose game doesn't rely a whole lot on on the things that are going to deteriorate with age. He is a smart player. He he makes good passes. Um, he's got a good shot, but he's not he's not you know too much of an athletic speed guy. That's not how his game works. So, I mean, he, you know, he he jokes about an eight year contract, but I wouldn't mind seeing the Blues throw that at him. Um, you know, he's making four million dollars right now. I can't imagine he would get much of a raise, if any, just because, like you said, he is. Um, getting up there in age, uh, and you know, loves St. Louis. Obviously, he's returned here so many times. So I, I think Perron is a tremendous value player, um, making four million dollars this year. So no brainer. You need to extend him for sure. In his comments to the media today, he talked to about the turnover of the St. Louis Blues and losing guys like Ale- like Alex Petrangelo, losing Jay Bomeister, losing Alexander Steen. Um, it's very difficult process to go through and a transition uh and the way that he talked in his comments as well you can tell that like he is one of the main voices in the locker room uh part of that leadership group part of that uh, veteran presence in the room so uh (laughs) I don't think the Blues uh will make the same mistake of exposing him in the expansion draft and then watching him go to the Stanley Cup the year after without them like they did with Vegas um so I'm fully expecting his name to be the first one that's protected when it comes to the expansion draft. So we're going to get into the expansion draft and our projections uh, for the 7-3-1 because that's probably, what the, that's probably the combo that the Blues are going to use. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, I want to talk to you guys about Lucy Nicotine. Now, it's a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. It's been researched and developed for three years to be made for people not patience. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that come in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate, and Lucy also has a lodgend with four milligrams of nicotine that come in three flavors that are cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now, and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. So get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down and like we said it's fsa and hsa eligible so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them 
So Locked On NHL Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code Locked On NHL to get 20% off all your products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code Locked On NHL at the checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. There is this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code locked on NHL. And while you're at it, you got to check out our friends over at rockauto.com as well, because with the ever increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So winder often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockautos.com prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible. Rather than gouging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do, rockauto.com is for everybody. Does not require membership or an account login, and they're a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Josh. Tommy. Let's play out a scenario in our minds here for a second, okay? Okay, I'll put my imagination cap on. There you go. The little helicopter flick it. Get it going. Get that brain whirring. (laughs) You are the leader of the army that is the St. Louis Blues. You just came off of two first-round exits immediately following a Stanley Cup championship. You've been telling everybody you're in a Stanley Cup window the last two years. An early exit in the playoffs hasn't made it seem like that. What do you do in the expansion draft to not only protect players that help you stay competitive, but potentially leave a little bit of wiggle room in the cap space to go after one of the big fish in the pond? Well, first of all, if I if I wake up and I'm Doug Armstrong, I'm having a, I'm having a pretty good day because that seems like that seems like it's a pretty pretty cool job. Your net worth just um, went up a ton. Yeah, plus plus. <laughs> Dude, think about all the money I'm saving on shampoo. No offense, Doug. Oh man, um, that's that's so much of my weekly budget just slashed. You gotta spend it on wax, though. No, but I think Doug Armstrong is a GM who is is not afraid to take risks and is also a GM who kind of keeps keeps his um, cards pretty pretty close to him. You know, and, and we don't, besides like the obvious, like Ryan O'Reilly, who we, we'd circled back upon on a couple of times, but even, even then, you know, the blues were out of the race, quote unquote, um, and we're settled with Tyler Bozak and then news breaks that we pulled the trade off. So, um, I think Doug Armstrong is definitely scheming or sorry, if in this scenario, I'm definitely scheming if I'm Doug Armstrong, um, I, I'm working on something that, that I think, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm assuming that he's got multiple different um, approaches, you know, depending on who's available, depending on what free agents are available. But I think we're going to see something surprising this offseason. Now, that's that's obviously no crap. I, I, I'd hope so. But I think two first-round exits after a Stanley Cup victory, um, it's not time to get you know complacent. It's not time to, to sit down and say, all right, we'll just run it back next season with this roster. I think, like like you said, 
There's a lot of opportunity for change this offseason, whether it be the expansion draft, free agency, the draft, trading, etc. Um, there's a lot of different uh, routes that this team could, could take in order to improve. And Doug Armstrong is a guy who is not shy when it comes to making, making a big move. So I think if Jack Eichel is available, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Blues put together a pretty pretty promising package to make that happen. Um, or if, like you said, like a guy like Alex Ovechkin's in free agency, which I doubt will happen, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Doug Armstrong maybe move some money around, uh, either expose a guy in the expansion draft or trade a guy out on a big salary so we can we can make an offer at a big fish. But, you know, I, I think he uh, he does a very good job of, of evaluating this team in an honest way. And if you're taking an honest look at this team this year, you know that they need more. So uh, Obviously, like... Making the Photoshop and the Ovi thing is like all just like fun and like a pipe dream, but like also at the end of the day, like I thought Blues Buzz made that. No, so it is a, it is a pipe dream, right? Like obviously everyone expects Alexander Ovechkin to retire with the Capitals. He's been there like his entire career. Why would you not? Uh, but in the same breath, uh, I feel like a lot of people felt that same way about Alex Petrangelo. So it's almost like a it's like a never say never thing. And obviously, like the closer we get to like that contract happening or not happening, we'll definitely get a little bit more clarity on that. But in my opinion, I would say never say never until uh, the pen is to the paper. But I do think uh, like you think, and I feel like a lot of people around the league think that pretty much the same thing that you said, like Doug Armstrong is an aggressive GM. He's not complacent. He's not okay with mediocrity. Uh, he wants this team to compete all the time and when they don't fulfill his expectations uh he not only lets them know it but he lets them know it through acquisitions but getting back into the expansion talk i think uh the consensus is that the blues would go with a 7-3-1 format seven forwards three defensemen one goalie so for my 7-3-1 formation here's what i'm looking at and i'll give a little bit of reasoning as to why there are some names missing on here and why there are some names on here that you might not agree with. So I have Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron, Robert Thomas, and Jordan Cairo. I feel like those four are non-negotiable. Those should be in every uh, protection schematic, all of those things. You, can't, you, can't, you just can't let those guys walk. I mean, you can't run the risk of Seattle saying, oh, we like what we see in Robert Thomas, even with his injuries and all those things. Like, that's the future of your team, essentially. And if you trade them for like Jack Eichel or whatever, like that's fine. That's completely fine. But like letting them letting them go for nothing is not negotiable. So Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, Braden Shen, I feel like falls in that category as well. He's locked up for a hot minute now, part of that leadership group. And at some point, like you just can't let leaders keep walking out for this team because then you have to completely form a new leadership group and it's just it's not great. So Braden Shen is number five. And then six and seven is where it gets a little bit dicey. I'm going to go with Ivan Barbashev and Oscar Sundquist. And so for those two guys, I understand like people are like, well, they're probably not like they don't put up the same flashy numbers. They're maybe not as important to this team. Oscar Sundquist just tore his ACL. When it comes down to it, I think some of the players talked about it too. Like not having Oscar Sundquist in the lineup changes this team drastically changes the penalty kill drastically changes their four check drastically he is one of the guys who I feel like you fully expect 110% out of him every single night and he fits the blues style of play and how they want to play with that four check with that defense maybe not the most flashy offensively uh, but fantastic two-way players and they do it all on the ice for you 
Oscar Sundquist is that to a T, and I feel like Ivan Barbashev is that too uh, when he brings that physicality, hitting people, banging bodies. Uh, but he can also score goals, and I feel like that's why uh, that's essentially like crucial to this team. And as much as I love other... If goals are crucial to your team, Tommy, you're, you're leaving someone off, off the list. I'm leaving Vladimir Tarasenko off the list. Unfortunately for me, I think with the looming... I get, we talk about big fish in the pond and free agency and names that might be available. The problem here with Vladimir Tarasenko is I don't feel like... I, I do think he will make a turnaround in his career. I don't think... Uh, These last couple of seasons have been indicative of what he's capable of. The problem is I don't think the Blues have time to wait for that or to bank on that, Um, especially with him making $7.5 million and the Blues uh, being kind of stifled in cap space right now. If there's any way you can get that off of the books, uh, that helps pay dividends for going after bigger fish. And the problem with trying to move him after the expansion draft is next season he uh, has a no-trade clause going into effect. Or it might be this season. I'm not sure. He has a no-trade clause. So uh, at at the end of the day, is he going to waive a no-trade clause uh, to leave St. Louis and go somewhere else? Probably not. So this is the this is really, in my opinion, the only chance you have to move him without his say in it. And I think Doug Armstrong is going to pull the trigger and make an aggressive move. Um, so that's why that's why I don't have him on the list for defensemen. I have Tory Krug, Colton Pareko, Justin Falk. I feel like those they answer the questions for themselves. That's a lot of that's a lot of years, a lot of money, a lot of contracts. You can't really afford to expose those. Uh, but I also could see like if they if they keep Vladdy around and uh, if they exposed Krug or uh, somebody else, maybe Pareko. I don't know uh, because of Pareko's injury, maybe they don't protect him and protect somebody else and just bank on them not taking him. Uh, and then, obviously, Jordan Bennington as the goalie. So, to recap, Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron, Robert Thomas, Jordan Kyrou, Braden Shen, Ivan Barbashev, Oscar Sundquist, Tori Krug, Colton Pareko, Justin Falk, and Jordan Bennington are all my protected list for the expansion draft. I'm looking at mine here, and it's it's pretty much exactly the same, except I swapped Barbashev out for Tarasenko. It's tough because my heart says protect Tarasenko, but my brain says leave him exposed and that's not to say that i think that i want him gone or anything like that that's the thing to play into it too right is like if he's if you do expose him and they don't take him like you still have him but then you also protected somebody else i i think i don't i think they take him to be honest um it's tough because i think blues fans were were pretty low on tarasenko right now um, just because I think we have such high expectations for him and he hasn't met those in a very long time. But to the rest of the league, you know, he's he's he might still be a superstar. I'm not saying he isn't, but um, you know, guy people that don't watch the blues as closely as we do, um, might not be as discouraged by his injuries or his lack of production. Um and, and at the end of the day, he's Vladimir Tarasenko and he's, you know, is still in what should be his prime. Um so I think that if the, if that name is available, that he gets taken. Um, but that that being said, I, I also think you could be right, and I could be completely wrong, and they could have no interest in him, which is why it would be beneficial to expose him. Because you know, worst case scenario, you lose Vladimir Tarasenko, and that's unfortunate. But like I said, you get the cap space, and um, you also get to protect maybe in this case a guy like Sammy Blay or a guy like Ivan Barbashev. Um, you get that extra protection spot. So I, I think it really depends on 
I guess, Doug Armstrong and also the Seattle Kraken's evaluation of Vladimir Tarasenko because, like I said, my heart says protect him, my brain says leave him exposed, and I, I do think that there is a scenario where Vladimir Tarasenko gets exposed in the expansion draft. Um, it's definitely a gamble for sure, but if you're a big gambler, uh, you got to check out betonline.ag because it is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and so are the NHL playoffs. You can track all of the action at Bet Online. Let's get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, before the next face-off, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. It's locked on with no spaces, all caps. At betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. When we come back, Josh... I'm going to let you finish your thoughts, so sorry for cutting you off there. And we're also going to talk about 31 Thoughts, Jack Eichel, and Elliot Friedman, so don't go anywhere. All right, so a couple days ago on Elliot Friedman's podcast, he was talking about the St. Louis Blues, and he said, I think St. Louis says to Buffalo, what do we have to do? to be in the Eichel sweepstakes. And if you know anything about Elliot Friedman, uh, I don't feel like he would just be thrown out around and be like, oh, like this is what I think. Like there's, I feel like there's a lot of sources, a lot of talk, a lot of speculation, a lot of whispers behind uh, those comments. Tommy, all I'm saying is I remember the 31 Thoughts from a couple of years ago uh, that, was, that read extremely similarly, but you just replaced Jack Eichel's name with Ryan O'Reilly. Um, yeah, he's usually on on top of those things, um, and he gets them right. Now, having interest and actually pulling off the trade are two very different things. If Jack Eichel is on the team or is on the trade block, there are thirty teams in the NHL with interest in him. You have to assume. Um, but then you look at what teams can actually put together a package, and that list narrows. And then you look at the teams that can put together a package, and you say, okay, what teams are actually willing to put together a package? And then the list narrows again. Um, and with a guy like Jack Eichel, you know, it, you have to assume that it's going to come down to a couple teams just because the, the asking price is going to be so high. And, and, and you know, what, what, what's a team with, with a good mix of older and younger pieces who is in need of a bit of a retooling and, and doesn't necessarily have a, one stud that they're building their team around and also might have a bit of cap space to be able to afford a guy like Jack Eichel? The St. Louis Blues. Um, like I said, there's obviously a lot that need, would need to happen in order for that trade to, to you know, manifest and for Jack Eichel to be a St. Louis Blue. But um, I do think that, you know, if he does get traded, the Blues are definitely going to be a team that's looking into it. Um, and and I'm, not, I'm not infatuated with anyone on this roster to the point where I wouldn't trade them for Jack Eichel. Um, and hopefully that doesn't get taken the wrong way, but, but I, I stand by that statement. It's true, though. Like, I feel like... My emotions surrounding this team are vastly different than surrounding, obviously, the 2019 team. Uh, but even last year, it's like, uh, 
I, like obviously like everyone had like a down year and that's probably due to like injuries and like COVID and like all the stuff that was going on and like not really getting a flow with the lines and like chemistry, uh, all of those things. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, you're talking about Jack Eichel here. And I still maintain the idea that he, he, he might not fit the blue scheme uh, as much as they would like him to. But if Doug Armstrong's plan is to transition this team um, from one that is defense grinded out, forecheck, all of those things, into one that's more similar to Colorado's play, play with a lot of speed, play with a lot of talent, play with a lot of skill, not focus as much on playing defense because we've got one of the top 10, probably top five goalies in the league. I stand by that. Jordan Bennington is superb. You can lean on him a little bit more. Well, like we saw this year, we had to lean on him. Uh, the defense wasn't there. Obviously, the goal production wasn't there either. But if you have a team uh, that is an offensive juggernaut and then not a great defense, or it doesn't even have to be not a great defense. It just doesn't have to be the defense that we saw in 2019, right? Because, I mean, Jordan Bennington played fantastic, but I think one of the main reasons this team did so well was because of their defense. So uh, maybe take a dip on the defense, which we already did because Alex Petrangelo is gone. Lean more on Bennington uh, and become an offensive juggernaut that plays with speed, skill, all those things. If that is Doug Armstrong's plan for this offseason, uh, that's going to be a lot of turnover. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a long process. Maybe he tries to streamline it. Uh, you've got guys like Jordan Kyrie, Robert Thomas, Mike Hoffman already in the fold. Uh, that could be your start right there, but it's going to be interesting to see what he does for sure. I think that this is probably the, at least looking at it from you know from this perspective, look uh, heading into it, it's probably the biggest off season for this team in in my recent memory. Um, you know, obviously the one where we brought in O'Reilly, Perron, Bozak was was huge, but I I don't think that that was one that we exactly saw coming heading into it. I think the expectations for this off season are that big changes are going to happen. And I think that there's, you know, we've repeated it over and over again with the expansion draft and the draft and free agency. There's so much room for change um, and, and so much opportunity for Doug Armstrong to pull the trigger on anything that, that he finds um, will help this team. And like I said, he, I think he does a very good job of evaluating this team honestly and accurately. Um, and, you know, if he's taking an honest, accurate look at this team, then he's going to find that they need more. Um, and I think he's also going to find that there aren't a whole lot of guys on this team that aren't um, are, aren't available if the right offer comes around. You know, that 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 being said, I don't think, I don't think we're going to blow it up and get rid of everyone. But again, if the right offer comes around, there aren't many names on this roster that I wouldn't look to move, especially for a guy like Jack Eichel. So. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a bumpy ride, but I'm excited for it. I think we need more as well, and I think we need a little bit more clarity from Doug Armstrong. So hopefully we'll get that coming up here soon as the players clear out their locker rooms and he makes his closing statements on the season. But I think that's our closing statement on this episode. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening to. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter and Locker Room at 12-15. You can follow Josh on Twitter and Locker Room at Josh Hyman NHL. Like I said, thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, let's go Blues.